<laughs> hey, what's going on, my friends? Today is the 7th of November, 2020. What a beautiful day. It was like 70 degrees. I just got back from a two-mile walk, hike, whatever you want to call it, with my offspring, Sam and Lily, and Momi, while Mom went up to do some shopping and pick us up some dinner. So, it's been a good weekend. Weekend has been made better by victory on behalf of uh, Joe Biden. Seemed like the numbers are are all in, both the popular vote and the uh, electoral votes were overwhelmingly in the favor of Biden. Again, I'm not on all over his dick or anything, but I do believe that he is a far lesser evil, far more reasonable human being, and he's an experienced politician, which I know that's kind of a dirty word. I think you guys know how I feel about all this. I think we can manage with Biden. One of my friends described it as a reset you know, we would go back to zero. Because, meaning that we believe, we know we can do better. We know that the political status quo, the two-party system, and, and all of the special interests paying off politicians, we know that that's the norm, and it's frustrating and upsetting. And something needs to change. But... Trump was a, a villain. I'm sure he wasn't completely the devil, but he was damn near close to it, at least in terms of the polarization of of our species. I mean, I, people haven't been this polarized, this upset, this engaged in the tumultuous back and forth for a very long time. I mean, obviously, pandemic economic fallout from that the so many things are fucked up a lot of stress is on our plate right now as a species but we don't need one more you know we need somebody yes who gets shit done but we need somebody who's kind and who who at least tells you that they hear you and you feel like like I feel in terms I know there's a lot of people feeling like it's going to it's going to be socialism is going to happen. It's going to be the end of the world because the left is the far left is going to get all this power. Yeah, I'm not like that. You know, anybody who voted for Biden that I know, they're not like that. They're not extreme in any way. You know, we don't want anybody to do anything zany or. Um, too eccentric. You know, we do want people to feel like they have a fair shake. We do want to know that minorities, um, including people of color, women, people with disabilities, you know, immigrants, that they are are respected and that they are honored. They're not given a uh, full complement of of free shit. That's not what we're about. 
you know, I think free enterprise and I'm a businessman, all that shit. I think it's all wonderful. I think it can thrive under Biden. Yeah. So I think he's going to bring us back to where we need to be and at least give us a, uh, maybe encourage people because this is going to be instructive these last four years. Uh, again, I don't know what's going on with some people who feel that it's been reasonable or there's been a lot of progress in the past four years, but I don't see anything but a decline. I think that the economy has been good. Uh, I don't know that I would bl- I would uh, attribute that solely to the actions of Donald J. Trump. I think that there are natural tendencies of the economy to fluctuate and to thrive in certain circumstances. And I'm sure Trump gave it a little nudge and tried his best to make that be his shining, uh, you know, be the champion of the economy. And that if you can do that, all politicians know, if you can, if the economy is moving and people are employed and they've got disposable income, they're happy. Because most of us, all we really want to do is consume, right? We don't want to give up our house in suburbia or our cars and all that shit. If he, you know, encouraged that and helped people economically, then then that's great. You know, give him all the credit in the world. I think Biden can do the same. He'd be a fool to do anything but boost people's uh, ability to spend. And obviously there's going to be, uh, what's coming now is potentially some economic woes. I mean, I just talked to a friend, I might have mentioned this the other day, talked to a friend who was in a management position at a big pharmaceutical company. He had to call 21 people or look at a list of 21 people and, and eight had to go based upon their performance because you know, the money's not coming in. No, these are not, and he was describing a situation, a culture where people make six figures for doing, you know, nothing. They really haven't done a lot over the past year. And so some of them, he had to make the decision, who's got to go. Terrible predicament to be in. I have been in that, not as serious, but I've, I've fired some people in, in my past, and it was terrible on me. It's not my style. I'm not a you're fired type of guy. Anyway, I'm looking forward to not talking about politics so much hereafter. You know, I want to I wanna be informed enough to know that, you know, what the hell's going on and how I can live my life and operate as a businessman, as a family man, as a citizen and contribute to keeping this this country um, something to be proud of. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> Not having such a stake in things political. I'm glad people have kind of cleaned up their signs. There's not as much of that Trump, Biden, all that crap. It's over. So now it's been decided. I think people are wanting this to go away now. 
or wanting and you know to put an end to all the back and forth and the ugliness and I don't think we've seen the last of Donald Trump I honestly don't I would not be surprised if the first thing Monday morning he started some bullshit or a fierce litigation campaign to try to negate any of the progress or the election of, of Biden. Biden's some, I think we're calling Grandpa Joe. That's what people are going to call him. Because that's what he is. He's freaking almost 80 years old. He's somebody's grandfather. And he should act grandfatherly. You know, take care of everybody. And hand this you know, eventually hand this country to the back to the future of its people. You know, so encourage people, make make the youth of America want to get involved. Make us believe in this country again. A lot of people lose faith when they feel like they don't have a place at the table. So that's going to be his responsibility and his job. And I'm, I, I can only hope that that changes, you know, that, that, that whole, that notion, the reality that people will say, oh, all politicians are crooked, all scumbags, I hate them all, you know. Maybe we can move, maybe we can stop passing the buck and stop uh, blaming everybody else. Blaming all of our problems on these talking heads and expecting so much of them. You know, we need to come together as a people, so that's what I want to do. So today, spent a little time around the house, slept in like I'm going to do tomorrow, and tomorrow I'm going to clean the garage, and I'm going to do some wood carving, I'm going to clean up my carving pit, I'm heading out to Lowe's right now to pick up some um, materials for my fire pit, because I want to fortify it, I want to clean it up. And really refresh it so that it's got a nice look. And it'll serve me for many years to come. I went shooting for a couple hours this afternoon with my friend Brian. I'm so glad I did. You know, there's so many excuses that I could think of to not do it, you know. Ah, I don't want to run to some zany fuckers post-election. Ah, I don't get a time. Ah, what do I want to go out and shoot a gun for? So I have some firearms, and I love to shoot. I love marksmanship, and I was able to put some rounds down range, and it was a really nice environment in Target World. And I enjoyed myself, and so I'm going to do that again regularly. Clean my weapons in a bit. And... Or tomorrow... And get back into that a little bit more. Because I enjoy it. And I'm proficient. I need to stay proficient, you know. It's pretty cool. Went with Brian. He just started shooting himself. Just started shooting, comma, himself. So he's got a little piece there, a little friggin' 9mm, and I brought 
my nine millimeter and a few long guns and did some put some rounds down range hit the target looked good still got to figure out my nine millimeter handgun because it shoots I had to use some Kentucky windage it shoots low and left all right where am I going to park here ah, right here right here Yes, yes, yes. Perfect. Please tell me the door is going to remain open. 11, 11, 11. All right, stand by. <laughs> Back again. Post Lowe's. That was great. Great experience over here at Lowe's. Got some friggin' pavers for my fire pit. I am going to refurb that biatch. It's going to be great. 523 and it's already getting dark sun's about set Christmas stuff is out little Christmas trees are kind of cute little baby ones with bows on the top not too much traffic in the in the lows Got some uh, some freaks coming and going. Of course, there's always a few freaks at Lowe's doing a little home improves. Oh shit! Now they got. Oh, I might have to come back tomorrow. Price reduction. They got the uh, picnic tables already assembled for ninety bucks. It's an easy build, but just to be able to throw that in the back of the truck. Put that on the side of the office or something. That would be nice. <clears throat> so yeah, I got a fucking truck bed full of stuff full of pavers, got a new chain for my saw, gonna do some saw maintenance tomorrow, gonna make some friggin' prototypes for our next drill bits wood carving uh, endeavor, that's gonna be awesome, me and Lilio, we're gonna kick ass with that, make a bunch of little trees and maybe even some snowmen and sell them, this dickwad wants a turn of course, so bad, got my my TP back here. Don't even think. You better put your direction along, you some bitch. You some bitch. So here I go. With a bunch of pavers in the back. Here's Victory Yard Sale. Dickwad sets up next to Adult World and does all this Moto stuff, Trump stuff. Ridiculous. Sells t-shirts and hats and stuff like that. Goddamn fools. I bet you guys are going to be happy that I'm not going to be getting political on here anymore, huh? Listen, I, I hope it's apparent that even though it, it's easy for me to deride Trump to make fun of this guy because he's such a jerk-off, man. He is cruel to people, the way he behaves, the way he treats individuals. None of you are like that. 
So if you're the type of person who uh, treats people well, which is the majority of folks that I know, then we can agree that it's a good thing that he's gone. I'll take a, I don't care Republican or Democrat. Uh, I'm a fiscal conservative and I'm a socially liberal. I don't give a shit. I embrace all the diversity that we have in this country. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're a man who wants to be a woman. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. Okay, it might be a little bit uncomfortable around you just because it's a little strange. You got to admit, you know, you can't blame us for feeling as though it's a little bit strange if your lifestyle isn't something we're used to. But they, nobody deserves to be segregated against or discriminated against. Just love everyone, man. Be kind. Help people. If you're feeling bad about the world, what you need to do is help people. Because you'll realize that there's a whole lot of folks out there that really need your help. And you can you can serve them. You can help them right their ship. Stop by, get a little couple beers here. A little six-pack is all. And let me tell you, sucker is full. There's a lot of people at the beer store. I'm going to run in here. Hold on. Hey, I don't think I mentioned this. Got off on a tangent here. Pardon me if I did. My wife and daughter said that I'm like the devil on a Friday night. They said I'm like a devil. Last night we had Sam's last game. Last football game. I remember how I was freaking belly aching about that, my position, my volunteer job, uh, working the, uh, the announcing booth, right? So I think I'm pretty good at that. I've been told people, you know, I gotta, they say I got a golden voice. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I don't mind doing it. You know, see, I got, I'm well over uh, stage fright and all that shit. I'm just fucking like a clown or something like that. I'd be happy to get up there and, and do this, a job that nobody else wants to do and nobody else wants to do the clock. So yesterday I showed up an hour early and I walked over there. The thing was locked. My goal was to make sure that this friggin' place was arranged so tight that we, that we finished so strong. And I tried to coerce my wife into going into the booth with me and, and running the clock. I saw her coming across the field once the, the shed was unlocked. All the lights were on and none of the gear was in there. So I had to go back to the snack stand. I get it. I plug it in. Uh, I ran into the guy who's actually in charge of the maintenance, you know, like making sure everything, all the needs are met and everything's good to go for the field. He does a great job. His name is Ryan, freaking friend of mine. Awesome. Love him. So he went up there and showed me, helped me get everything set up. He had a greater aptitude than myself, but still there were holes that we needed to fill in. I see Mandy coming across, coming arriving at the field from my perch. I say, hey, there's Amanda Oberst. Hey, please come on over here and report to the, the shed. She's like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I, 
you know, I want to watch it. Sam's last game. So I'm like, okay. So all of a sudden, overcomes my friend Curtis, who is this great guy. He's one of the players' grandfathers, and he came up and helped, and then promptly got frightened away because people are assholes. And he was never trained on how to do the clock, and was not. We don't know what we're doing, man. We're not like football guys and freaking audiovisual dickheads. Anyway, I was thankfully he came over, and we're sitting there. We're running the game. Everything's going well, <clears throat> but as previously stated, the away team. So this was the uh, Marsh Creek Eagles. They come, they're playing us, and we beat them last week in the rain, and they were pissed, and they wanted to avenge themselves, avenge themselves. so they came, and they were ready to win, ready to play. So they go out there, and the game's going pretty well. We were holding them off. There were a few calls that they didn't like by the refs, like a holding call or a face mask call or a blocking in the back or all these uh, rules and regulations that are in place so that we can prevent the boys from getting hurt. <clears throat> this gentleman was, um, these gentlemen, these these reps that I don't know what they get. They're not making a ton of money doing this and they get a bunch of grief. So now the Eagles from Fart Field they give a bunch of shit. Oh, fuck. Hope I'm going the right way. Um, they give so much grief to these refs, and they're ready to walk away and all this shit. Um, there's, uh, just below us is the team mom who had a big smile on her face and was laughing carrying on when she came and handed me the, the roster. And next thing you know, she's screaming. And they're saying, fucking, Creek, watch Creek, Creek. It was like a, she was like a banshee. These people were like possessed. Let's go hit him, Creek. Let's go, Creek, Creek. I've been saying before, uh, before I mentioned that they were like Vikings blowing a horn, preparing to invade a small village, a peaceful village at that. Because we don't want any freaking trouble coming up here to Southerton's, our last game of the season. You know, a 7 o'clock game on a Friday night, the week of election week where the, where the presidential race still has not uh, come to a conclusion. There's all kinds of hate out there. Now, they came all the way up from Fart Field, from friggin' Chester County, Pennsylvania. I, I grant them that. I appreciate that. Welcome. But holy moly, man, they, they were pissed at the refs. Then they're fighting, they're back and forth with with our coaches and their coaches, and the refs <laughs> are perplexed, they're pissed, they're throwing flags. It was the same shit that I've seen before. And I, I'm looking up there, you know, here I am up and exposed, the lights on and the dark of night, and the sun sets and it's friggin'. And I'm up there in the shed, and me and Curtis, and the grief that was being, you know, coaches getting warned, uh, sideline warnings. It was fucking nuts, man. And it prompted me to go home. I was pissed. My kid, I guess the family picked up on it. I'm around, you know, I, I, I'm taking in this shit all week, just like everybody is. It's a Friday night. I don't fucking 
care to spend my Friday night volunteering for a position where I'm getting screamed at and I'm like just below me is a bunch of berserkers from a team that drove an hour to get to our field to avenge their loss. They were fucking screaming. They were losing their bearing and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm, lo- I'm watching kids out on the field uh, from the opposing teams helping each other up and I'm saying good sportsmanship, you know. So trying to fly the flag for people being reasonable. You know, this is exactly what I have been saying. The analogy between youth sports or sports in general and the election. It's the same thing. So as I wrote, and I've been thinking, and I probably mentioned previously a couple times, we all want to win. Everybody wants to be victorious. Nobody wants to go home with their tail between their legs, having lost a game. The coaches' jobs, their responsibility is to get these kids trained up and proficient in their positions. And there's all kinds of positives that we can extrapolate from sports. Am I right? Friendly competition, development of strength and balance and uh, to learn how to win, to learn how to lose, to lose, to learn how to be uh, play fair. And you're listening to the the kids are out there largely doing well. You know, they're in the game. But all the people standing on the outside, they're worse than the players. They've got more vitriol flying than the players could ever muster. Screaming. Or squeak! Creak! Or squeak! Or squeak! Jesus, shut the fuck up, lady. In her defense, uh, their team had scored a couple times, but simultaneous with that play, there was uh, holding or, you know, block in the back, some sort of penalty that they received during the play. It's unfortunate, but they, they were penalized, and so they had to walk back those touchdowns and they did it a couple times. They were effective. They were able to score. And we would have to take the points off the board because they got a penalty. So they were pissed, man. And I'm just thinking about all these people that I know and I care for so deeply, but that are so angry about this stupid-ass election. And they have their candidate, just like we have our players, that, oh, well, we kill our players. Oh, Marsh Creek. Oh, Saturn and Braves. We're win- you know, we won. We should have won that game. Well, you should have could have fucking woulda. That's why there are game. That's why there are rules. You know? Same thing with the election. Oh well, it's all it's all fraud, Trump says. It's all fraud. I won. As soon as the race starts. Oh, okay. I won. No need we won the we won the election. No need to count any longer. What a fucking loser. Losing attitude. This is shit that we tell our kids over and over again. This this is is not the values that we want to see from you. You know, we'll admonish the kids if they throw an f bomb and get a flag called on them, or if they overtly, um, uh, you know, break the rules out there. 
sometimes the parents will be like, that's okay, do it again. <clears throat> they just want you to win, and they want the other person to pay. They want the other team, these little fucking boys out there, they want them to pay. They want them to pay too. They're angry, and they're going to make somebody pay. And that is the ugliest human trait that unfortunately we all possess. It's sadistic. It's extracting a little bit of pleasure from somebody else's misfortune. That you would take, that we would take pleasure in someone else's pain. I mean, we should be better than that as human beings. I think we can, we should expect better than that. And so, I was fucking just throttled up, just stressed out after the game, having taken that in for two hours, three hours, if you count the time that I waited for the the uh, facility to open up. But we did accomplish our mission, and we were able to call the game. But there was one moment, even where you know the, the time was clock was ticking away and we were losing but it was looked like we had an opportunity to score potentially and the clock should have been turned off but we don't fucking know man it's me and Curtis up there and neither of us really know what the hell we're doing or what we're talking about and so the the Marsh Creek freaking berserkers Viking women Underneath us, the team mom was like, Wake up, will you? Listen, bitch, I volunteer for this position. It's a Friday night in a fucking very rough week. I don't need your Viking princess bullshit. Kill them! <clears throat> and see, this is just. <laughs> I've alluded to this before. We all have this beast within us, right? There is a part of us that, you know, when the straw that broke the camel's back, there is the part of us that can go fly off the handle and flip the fuck out and say and do unreasonable things. And it's been one of those weeks where there's a lot of potential for that. So I don't like to see that. See, I recognize that within me. And for someone who likes to judge everyone else, the fart field parents, the fart field fans, the triple F's, you know, I feel that welling up in me. And I imagine the fart field fans losing it and stepping across the friggin' field and trying to bent hell bent on malice to empty the stands and go after the Braves and the clash in the middle like out of a Braveheart movie and then me and Curtis grabbing weapons of opportunity and rushing down out of the tower and taking out the uh, fart fielders from behind like it gets to that point where it's there's a potential for that and that's sad but I think that was our last game and so I'm pleased with that I don't want to be a devil on Friday night I want to be a fucking monk, man. I want to be uh, imperturbable. I don't want to be able to be shaken off of my mission. 
of uh, making people happy and putting fire under the asses of the masses. I want to be, you know, just a shiny, happy guy. And I got every reason to be. And now we all do. We have all have a fresh start. So a fresh start is always good. A new president, we're done with the football season. We can train our asses off. We can hunker down, work towards these holidays, try to stay healthy during this fucking dumbass viral pandemic, and uh, plan for the future. You know? I think we can all, all do that, and we should do it. All right, everybody have a great Sunday, a great evening. Probably going to watch a movie tonight. Something humorous if we can. <laughs>